Hey folks, I recorded this with Anchor. Anchor has everything you need to get started with your own podcast. They will publish, distribute, and propagate your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places where you're hearing this podcast right now. It's easy. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer like I'm doing right now. Thanks for listening. Go and download the Anchor podcast app right now. Thanks. It's the Welcome to the Weekly Music Thing. I'm esteemed to have the honor of having Jess Wright as my guest for this episode of the Weekly Music Thing. Good to be here. Thank you for having me, Gary. I mean, I'm so excited to talk with you. I know of your career from a, I'm a faraway admirer of your work. Like you have a killer work ethic is um, one thing that I admire about you is you never stop. I mean, you're gigging more than anybody else. When I first met you, you were, you were doing live stream from a gig or when I first met you online, I haven't met you like in person, I don't think yet. I'm sure our paths will cross one day or another here. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, I, my whole thing with all this pandemic stuff is, you know, I, I just want to do music whenever I can, however I can. Right. So I've been, you know, trying for a while to figure out the best way to transition from a full-time job to full-time music. And when the pandemic hit, I was I was starting to think about that really seriously and all of a sudden it seemed kind of impossible to do at the moment and a couple months after that I just had this thought where I was like you know what there's never going to be a good time there's never a good time to have a career in music you just kind of got to deal with what what's handed to you and and make the best of it so I've been trying to stay busy trying to stay out there as much as possible I um, am really excited I'm I'm starting to kind of take some additional steps towards full-time music here and you know now that things are opening up which I'm so excited about I'm emailing places like crazy trying to set stuff up super excited to get uh involved with you know new businesses and to help support them however i can too because i know it's it's hard for everybody right now you seem to be doing a great job of it i mean every, like i said every every time i see you it's like oh just right is playing here i'm like i've been a street performer for 11 years so i don't even know what that dynamic is to you know to email a place and be like could i play inside your place as opposed to out on the sidewalk of your place it just doesn't get to me but <laughs> I, I have so much admiration for like the sheer endurance and, and musical knowledge that you need to be a, a street performer. Like this weekend is going to be my first kind of on the, the 20th of March, I'm going to be doing my first market. So Oceanside is having their first maker's market. Um, I don't know if it's their first ever or their first since the pandemic, but um, I'm going to be performing there for, for the whole thing. So I'm just wicked excited. I love markets. I love farmer's markets and maker's markets and just seeing communities kind of doing their thing and supporting each other is kind of my favorite thing to be a part of. I always think that music is is meant to, to help build community, whether it's outwardly or just a sense of community inwardly when you hear a song and you feel understood. Yeah. So I love, I love using it for that reason. And um, I'm going to see how that goes and, you know, potentially reach out to other farmers markets and makers markets to, to do that thing too. Oh, I'm sure you'll be a success. Like I say, you have a great uh, work ethic and a great, like a positive attitude, which we're all about here on the weekly music thing. I mean, I, oh. I started out just being grateful for being alive and being able to play music. And I think you emulate that in everything you do. 
do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I try and uh, my whole thing is that I, I just I want to do my best and I want to put more good out into the world. Right. So as long as I feel like I'm being positive to, to something or somebody, then it's a good day for me. Put more good out there. Yeah. You said you were wicked excited about it, which is something that only someone from New England would say. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in Boston and everything was wicked, wicked awesome, wicked this, wicked that. And so, oh, yeah. Uh, you were in Maine, yeah. yeah? Yeah. So in Maine, I grew up on an island, actually. So a small island town called Harpswell. It's like a lobstering town. So the, the great irony of my childhood is that I'm don't, I don't like shell fish <laughs> like lobster <laughs> right <laughs> but it was right there it was a drive down a beautiful windy road away so lived in the same house my whole life and I went to school in uh, Nashville actually I, I uh, decided that I wanted to get out of Maine that I'd spent almost 18 years in this beautiful gorgeous place and then I wanted to see you know what else the world had when I first got here I uh, I was actually not too keen on California I think it was there was something about it where I I hadn't found my community yet. And I think I was, I was feeling a little detached from the things that I loved about Nashville and the things that I was used to with the Northeast. And then, um, it really wasn't until I found the music community here, which was, um, honestly about a year into being here that I really found that I started to get a sense of home from Southern California. And was that through open mics or did you go to a gig and meet people or? Yeah. So I, I kind of started doing music, um, a little sooner than that by showing up to jazz night at Mr. Peabody's held by Tony Ortega. And he is, if you look him up, he has played with some of the biggest names in, in jazz and 50s rock and roll that are out there. And so I started doing stuff with him. I remember I showed up the first day and I had not prepared anything. I just went up to him to say thank you for providing this music. And it was free. There was no cover. So I was just blown away. I love jazz and it was amazing to have this you know, fantastic ensemble here for free. So I went up to thank him and he said, do you do anything? And this little voice in the back of my head said, don't say your occupation, just say that you sing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I, I'm a singer. And he he said, you know, you should jump up. And it was bad, Gary. <laughs> 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 the first one always is. Oh man, it was so bad. And, and a couple other people were sitting in with me and they were bearing with me and he he invited me to come back the next week. So I started going almost every single week up until the pandemic hit. So Sunday nights were kind of like my sacred jazz night. And eventually I, so I started writing songs privately in my bedroom in fall of 2018. That's when I got my first guitar and I was kind of like strumming, barely making out chords to myself for months over months. And I, I wrote about three songs leading up to February of 2019. And that's when I did my first open mic at Mr. Peabody's. I, I went to somewhere I was super comfortable. I almost didn't get up. And the person that I was there with, they were like, no, you have to get up. So you've come this far. You're getting up there. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I did. <laughs> and it's kind of grown ever since. And I, I started really diving into the music community in May of 2019, you know, spreading out into other open mics, sitting in on different people's gigs. And it's blossomed into something really beautiful from there. And it's become kind of the, the most important thing to me, which is um, kind of remarkable to think that it's been two and a half years and it's it's gotten that way. But it's true. You're like a rocket. I like to move, move, move. It's been a practice in, in patience. 
with myself as well to, to figure out how to, you know, step back, you know, let some things take their good time to grow when needed and, and to acknowledge that some things, you know, I, I might need to, you know, let it sit for a month to, to practice it more. It's been a big um, learning experience in that way. Your playing has advanced, I mean, exponentially I, since six months ago um, when you were playing with your Taylor guitar. Yeah. Then you got your Martin guitar and I was like, wow, like she's like, I mean, there was like a spot where I, I maybe lost touch with watching Facebook and watching the lives and stuff. And I came back and I was like, wow, that guitar and her are like unmistakably good. Ah, thank you. No, it's it's like a match made in heaven. I, I joke around about this guitar because I, it was just, so you know, the issue about walking into any guitar store is that you always have a little bit of risk involved with walking out with a guitar. So I knew I wanted to buy one and I knew I wanted it to be something a little warmer. I actually, my first guitar, I almost bought a mahogany GS mini and um, I decided to go with something that, um, that could apply to a, a little more like a, a variety of styles, right? So something a little more general, but um, over time, Time, I was like, no, I need the warmer tone. And I kid you not, I walked in there thinking, yeah, I'm just going to poke around, try out a couple of guitars and walk out without anything. This is just an experiment. This was the first I picked up that day. Oh. <laughs> it was awful. And I, I remember being like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. And then trying other guitars and the other ones didn't feel as good. They didn't, you know, m match my voice as well. And I just love this guitar so much. And I think it has motivated me a little differently. And it's changed the way that I play and how comfortable I am singing with it. In my book, I just went like, wow, like she's like, Really? She's got the dynamics down. Thank you so much. Instruments are a beautiful, beautiful thing. I, um, I've i certainly appreciated, you know, watching you post your little 30 second guides to different things. And I'm starting to lean into that kind of stuff more too, right? Where there's so many resources out there, so many amazing people who are, you know, giving amazing tips and making things easy for you. So why not go out and do it? It just takes a little bit of extra time, but long-term it helps so much more. So I just always feel like, you know, every day is an opportunity to take another step, whether it's big or small. And I'm always, I'm, I'm one of those crazy people that likes to be busy all the time, right? I'm one of those people that doesn't like to sit around over the weekend and not knocking it at all. There are also weekends where I need to take a breath, but I'm always happiest when I'm moving forward. And I'm frankly driven by people who are working harder than me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It it's everywhere. inspiring. Yeah, it is. It's very inspiring. I've been, there's a, a podcast, another podcast that I, I listen to that does kind of a similar thing to what you have here. Ta he's talking to different musicians about what moves them forward. And so while I'm working, I'm just listening to these podcasts and thinking to myself, okay, what can be learned from this person? How can I use this to, to help me drive myself forward and figure out what I need to do next? That's great. But with the daily music thing, I appreciate that you mentioned the daily, the daily music things. I'm coming up on like 385 or something like that tonight. It's kind of its own roller coaster that's moving me along with it now. Which brings me to the prolificness of your songwriting. I've been going back through your lives and I'm like, I haven't heard that song. Wow, she has like a lot of songs written. Thank you. No, yeah, I am. For better or worse, I songwriting is my catharsis. And um, what I usually do is I'll write anywhere from, depending on the week, some weeks I'll write like three songs, some weeks I'll write like 10. And I don't play most of them. You know, my, my whole thing with songwriting is that I... 
I just want to keep writing, keep it flowing, keep pushing myself to do things that I have never tried before. I actually learn a lot of guitar through songwriting because I will say to myself, okay, so I have this song idea in my head, this melody idea in my head. What do I need to do with my fingers to make that happen? And so I'll teach myself different techniques through the song that I'm playing because, you know, no one else is going to play it. So right. <laughs> if I, I want to make it real, then I, it's all on me. So I've done that, a lot of that too. And I will, I'll probably write the same song about 10 times before, you know, the 10th time I actually am saying what I want to say with the music that I want behind it. Because it's it's hard. It's hard sometimes to find the exact definition of, of what you're feeling or what you're trying to display to other people or share with other people. Sometimes I feel like I ramble on with my songwriting <laughs> because I just keep writing, trying to say what I actually want to say. And so sometimes I'll be surprised because I'll, I'll write something and then I'll, I'll like it enough to share it out. And people are like, wow, that's, that really says a lot. And for me, it's, it's still not quite there. Um, You're like, I'm still working on this. Right. I'm still working on it. It's, it's kind of, <laughs> You're like, um, I'm, st- I'm going to go home and rewrite that song right now. Exactly. And <laughs> I have before, honestly. Um, but you know, the other thing too, is throughout all of this, I've, I've learned to lean into not only what a song might do for me, cause that's, that's very selfish. Right. But if also lean into what a song might do for another person, if it's that my, fine line of this yeah. speaks to me and then I have this thing where I actually I look at my songs and I I've been trying lately to use the word I less and the word me less I think that a lot of songs are introspective and about ourselves and I think that that's a beautiful wonderful thing I think music is a lot about self-discovery for a listener and an artist but outside of that you know it's I'm a person who you know lives in my head a lot right and so for me the other thing too is that I want to make sure that if I'm putting out music I I want to I want it to be the kind of music that I would want to hear and the kind of music that that would make me feel good. So I'm trying to I'm experimenting with some of those more like storytelling generalized things that have an emotional impact that aren't necessarily about what I'm feeling today. You know? And uh, they say, you know, great songs aren't written. Great songs are rewritten. One of the biggest challenges for me is once I completed the song. So my issue is that I will when I'm going through that process, I'll write a song in anywhere from, you know, it could be 10 minutes, it could be three hours. And then the challenge for me is to go back into that song after setting it down for a day and continue to work on it. Like I'll, I'll, re- I'll write a new song trying to say a similar thing or, you know, trying to get around to what I'm actually trying to say. But revisiting a song I've already written is really hard. For me too, the next, like the next day, I can do it that day. But the next day, I'm just like, my brain has moved on. I'll find that different songs come out depending on what type of music I'm listening to. And you have a wide variety of stuff. Like you'll put on Ella Fitzgerald, then like Van Halen. I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> like that's. <laughs> yep. That's, like that's this a- is. This is why I relate to Just Right, because she's broad in her uh, in her understanding of what good music is. Well, I, I appreciate that so much. I, I worry a lot of times that I'm putting things on there that are too scattered. And then I always reach a point where I decide that I don't care. But <laughs> there's always that little, little question mark in the back of my head of, is this too much whiplash for people? <laughs> <laughs> is people Are people's necks going to hurt from this turn? No, but I, I, think, I think there's a type of music out there for everybody. And what's good to one person might not be good to another person and that's such a beautiful thing right that that I could think that something 
it's absolute garbage and another person could find it so meaningful, I think is so, um, I guess, reflective of, of life and of how everybody is a little bit different and it's okay. As an artist too, um, I approach it with the same perspective is that not everyone's going to like what I do, but if it makes a difference in somebody's day, if it makes one person's day better, then it's worth doing that for that person. That's right. Yeah. And I'm sure you experience like a similar thing, like when people pass you on the street and it's like their favorite song that you're playing they're jamming out a little bit right oh my goodness it's like all i live for is just to make one person go that was like i love that and be like oh like that was it that's my feed for the day yep there are days where i i'm like you know i should probably be a little more rational with what the things that i value in life and all like that and and once again at the end of the day i always reach a point where i'm like i don't care It's good to have that balance of I really care and I don't care. I really care about what I do and right. I really don't care if everybody gets it, but if one person gets it, it's good. Right. Yeah. I always I always think that music and life and anything creative in general, it's, I, I saw this really great quote the other day that said, the greatest piece of art you will ever create is your life. Right. So oh, that's beautiful. Isn't that so beautiful? Approach that way every day is, is a stroke of the brush, right? So, you know, I think that life is something that you that you build and not all of it's pretty, but the imperfections end up making it unique. And but you know, I think I think you everyone's just gotta choose what they care about. And at the end of the day, I try and make most of my decisions driven by what I think is gonna put the most good out into the world. And I think that involves taking care of myself and taking care of other people and in general just trying to try to be you know a, a positive presence in people's lives however however that manifests itself i think it's definitely working oh thank you gary <laughs> likewise <laughs> <laughs> thank you we're running out of short on zoom time so i wanted to make sure that we get your gigs in to let people know where people can see the fantastic Just Right perform. You're playing at Oceanside Makers Market, 20th of March. From 10 to 3. What do I got coming up? That evening, so I'm playing 10 to 3 at the Makers Market, and then again in Vista at Hannaberry Whiskey from 6 to 8. That's going to be really fun. I'm going to actually um, have drums and a bass player, and I, I, you know, my ultimate dream, as is with me, many artists is to have a full band. So anytime that, that, you know, there's a little, little taste of that realization, I'm thrilled. So that's going to be a good day. The following week, I'm going to be playing at PCS, uh, Friday, the 26th Pacific Coast Spirits and Oceanside starting at, I believe 5 30 PM. And then the day after that, I'm going to be in San Marcos, uh, doing the Fleur winery, um, from two to 4 PM. So, uh, Anybody who's in that North County area or wants to take a little day trip out to any of those lovely cities, I would love to see you all there. Gary asked me the question, if I could have a billboard on I-5, what would I want it to say? And I thought about putting something on there that would make me laugh every time I passed it. But at the end of the day, I think I would want it to say something to the effect of be curious, be kind. Thanks so much for being a guest on the show, Jess Wright, one of my favorite musical people here in the San Diego area. Well, thank you, Gary. No, it's truly been a uh, a huge honor to be on this podcast. Um, this is my first ever kind of podcast interview, my second interview ever in my career. It's very meaningful to me, so I want you to know that. And I appreciate you picking me and your time and all of your encouragement. You're really a huge member um, of my community, at least, you know, encouraging, teaching and just putting out great things. Thanks so much. And I hope to talk to you again soon in person, even maybe. Yeah, let's set it up. It's the week.